Welcome to Raising Nashville. This is Old Boy. Juice Box. And I'm Bucky. And, um, and we've got a very special episode for you this week. We're going to talk about torture. Apparently. Hey, you guys know out there when you are at a party or multiple functions throughout a week and you encounter one of your friends that you go can, to multiple that, parties throughout the week not i said functions i didn't say parties maybe where we're all together and uh you know a different setting and that person out there um that is continuously at these things cannot stop talking about something something to where it starts to just kind of get under your skin a little bit torture no i was referring to um the uh, the episode we have for you this week um and i have am extremely excited to do this episode and i think that my two counterparts sitting in this room uh feel the exact opposite uh you're right you're you're right well i'm glad you feel that way this this episode is going to have me probably the most agitated of any of the episodes that we've recorded yeah maybe not maybe next to the uh vaccination one right yeah i i agree i'm pretty lukewarm but i'm also not uh i'm not thrilled it's really exciting to get the tension in the room because this is something that i have been wanting to preach to the masses for i would say the last two months and i have been putting this on everybody that i can encounter and i cannot stop talking about this so why not make a podcast so i will shut up it's kind of like you have a song in your head and you can't really get it out of your head until you listen to it again right so for our listenership out there this is a very special episode this week as they all are and we get to talk about this phenomena out there that is uh, McCamey Manor. And I know that, you know, since pretty much October, when it really gets popular, because a lot of people out there consider it, you know, the... Uh, a haunt. A haunt or a haunted house. Um, right. A haunt experience, even though it's not paranormal. Sure. Yeah. I feel like that is a misclassification. Right. It is. And we'll get into that. But it is currently known uh, internationally as probably the scariest haunted house in the world. Yeah. An extreme haunt. <laughs> an extreme haunt. And we, we want to clarify a few things today because I know a lot of you out there have probably seen maybe a news clip that's 30 seconds long about McCain. Amy Manor, you know, sure. scariest haunted house in the world. You get $20,000 if you go through it. But we want to dive a little more in depth, you know, about that because I think that there's a lot of you out there that want to know more about McCamey Manor. Some of you probably don't because it could potentially scare the shit out of you. Yeah, I wish I didn't know more about it. I <laughs> I know one listener in particular that is not going to listen to this episode. And I need to correct you. I'm pretty sure it's McCarney Manor. That you think it's an M, but it's actually an R and an N, and they're close together. <laughs> it's true. That's a good way to think about it, but I'm going to tell you, if uh, the owner of this haunted house, Russ McCamey, McCain- <laughs> heard you consistently calling it McCarney Manor, I think he's going to have an issue with that. Well, uh, that's fine. He better not come around old boy manor. 
Okay. Um, so now I'll stay, that, out of, the, I'll stay out of McCarney Mansion. He stays out of Old Boy Manor. That's the first challenge issued today. I'm excited to see if there are many more. Um, but <laughs> let's talk about McCamey Manor. And I'll get into an extremely brief history because um, to preface all of this, uh, there are plenty of videos you can go online and watch. And I would like to say before we get into this episode that. It is not for the faint of heart. Um, if you have uh, religious beliefs or morals of any kind, uh, this might not be the content for you. Hold yeah, on. it definitely speaks to a side of society that makes me feel uncomfortable. Wait a minute, I don't. I didn't get any religious or moral things out of it at all. I mean, I didn't. It, it, well, it, it might just... test some things that you you know go along with in life. Like if you're out there and you're you consider yourself somewhat of a wholesome person uh, and you don't want to be, you don't want to sit in your living room on Friday night and watch the faces of death. Um, Uh, I mean, if you're not going to do that, you should not go online and look up McCamey Manor. Okay. Faces of death and this, I think are two different things, right? I don't think they are. Uh, I I think there's a very linear, similar line here. I can uh, definitely see, I can definitely see people being interested in both. Correct. Okay. So right. today we're Fair talking nice. about McCamey Manor. Um, there's really no uh, official start date of this, um, but there was a guy named Russ McCamey who was in the military for over 20 years, and from what the legend goes, he, uh, during his time in the military, studied torture and hypnotherapy. Um, and I think they used him in certain situations that our country might run into from time to time. Okay. So when he got out, uh, you know, he could probably tell the story much better. And I'm going to tell you a way to go find the story. But uh, he started this this idea in San Diego in around 2005 or 2006. And um, it, it did gain tons of backlash from not only the city of San Diego, the, the residents who lived there, but people, you know, in the region that were kind of finding out what this was. And it turned, you know, back then when it first started, it was type of a type of haunted house, but, you know, included torture. So um, they were beating people up and they were, you know, pulling teeth out and making you, you know, take shoes out of toilets full of what they appear to be shit by your mouth. Um, and all of these things that you used to see videos back then, it initially completely turned me off and I, I could not do it. I couldn't stomach it. Yeah. As you should. <laughs> I mean, come on. You're ta- ripping people's teeth out. Like, come on. That's not a haunted house. That is straight up being like physically abused. So you don't want to eat shoes out of toilets? <laughs> no, yeah, I, I don't. can't even talk about that. That's a So... Ultimately, you know, he has this idea and you would think just from my description just then that nobody would go to this thing, right? right. Um, currently, there is a waiting list of 27,000 people. To, which To go to this thing? To go to it. To be a part or a contestant uh, is what they call it. So it is filmed then? It is. It is. You have to have an audience if there's a contest. That is absolutely correct. He actually films every single person that goes to his haunted house up close and personal with a handheld video camera. And uh, he has the entire, everybody who's ever gone through, he has every minute from when they stepped on his property to when they left. Uh, And that is crazy in itself to think that there is that much 
footage out there. Well, a lot of people don't even make it past the contract signing. That's right? true. So. And we'll get into that. So um, anyway, 2005, 2006 in San Diego, they're doing torture. People are signing up for it. Apparently, there's a lot of people out there that want to get tortured. Gets a lot of backlash from San Diego. Lasts there for about 10, 11 years and then moves his operation right here to uh, Middle Tennessee in a town about 47 minutes south of Nashville called Summertown. Um, and this, so does that make this a Nashville episode? It actually does. <laughs> it <laughs> he does. This is our Nashville topic. Oh, no, okay. no, no, no. Yes, this it is. is. pop culture. So, uh, <laughs> so they move, it moves here in about 2017. It's only been here for about two years. So that's why it's a big deal now in the state of Tennessee because you may not have, you know, kept your finger on the pulse nationally about this over the last 10 years, but now it's in your backyard. Um, it, so I've done a lot of studying over it, uh, studying, <laughs> Uh, about McCamey Manor over the last few months. And yeah. I honestly think, you guys, because of the changes Russ McCamey has made, the person he has brought on to help him, that I could go through this thing. The per- the person he brought on to help him. Correct. Who is, who is this who's person? Who's going to help you out? Who's going who's gonna to help you, psycho? Um, which I don't think you're a psycho, from- Russ. <laughs> Let's put that out there right now. But he now works with a partner, and he did this on his own. He had some people that helped him in San Diego. He now works with an official partner, which, if I'm not mistaken, is currently his wife. But uh, her name is Holly, and so now it's a husband and wife that do this torture. Um, But to give a little backstory on Holly, she considers herself Russ Russ McCamey's bodyguard. Um, And she is just as villainous as, you know, everything that this place portrays. Which is cool because in 2016, she was in Vietnam teaching English and had no idea that this thing even existed, right? 2016, we're talking three years ago. Um, So she finds this out. She flies across the state. She meets up with him, and she wants to go through this torture chamber. She fails the first time and says, I'm not even doing this, and leaves. And he says, you can come back anytime you want. So she thought about it, came back a few weeks later, went through the haunt, and didn't make it that far. Okay, so... I, I I want to just talk about his selection process a little bit more in a little bit, but okay. There's 27,000 person waiting list. She does it and she fails. She comes back three weeks later and does it again. Yeah. Maybe you would say that, uh, he favored her. Oh, there's a spark. There could have been okay. because, uh, and he from, wanted to torture her again. Yeah. That's this it. Cause that's, bad. that's how he, you know, gets his things. Uh, um, so anyway, she comes back and yeah. she goes through the torture and then they, she, she claims on this podcast I listened to that it was love at first sight before the torture even happened. So she was in love with this guy, let him torture her. And then she said the very next day they woke up and he took her to Disneyland, which, again, very strange. Hmm. That's okay. when it was still in San Diego? Correct, yeah. Oh, okay. uh, they short, It shortly moved to Tennessee, um, she wake but, up like in the trunk of a car on the way to Disneyland. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. But I maybe, woke up. Maybe, we're on our way to Disneyland. She wakes up in a Disneyland mascot costume, <laughs> working at the park. <laughs> now that would be torture. And now you work here. Um, the the other part of this story is she, if you ever look at Google a picture of Holly McCamey, I mean she looks about about twenty five to thirty years younger than Russ McCamey. God damn it! I knew you were gonna bring. I knew you were gonna bring this up. What is, what is the point of this again? 
I don't know. You texted me earlier, like, and that was exactly what you said. Google Holly McCamey. She's 25 years younger than Russ McCamey. I just wanted you I to. I say that's the least fucked up thing about this whole fucking situation. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. It happens all the time. Okay. I don't know why I pointed that out. Anyway, so Holly and Russ are down in Summertown, Tennessee, and they have changed the experience because they've gotten backlash, right? Now it advertises that the actors don't touch you. Um, now they obviously touch you, but they're not slapping you in the face and, you know, beat kicking you on the ground uh, anymore. I don't know about that, man. I watched a video on, from the U, their YouTube page that was just like earlier this year where they're slapping some people in the face and just like totally yeah. abusing people. Maybe that's up. a part of the contract. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure I'm... Go ahead. They are operating this haunt year round, so it never stops. In fact, I think they do these on like, well, any night you want to do it, but they do it like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday every weekend. It costs zero money to go through this haunt right if you yeah. really want to do this it costs zero money and you could win up to twenty thousand dollars in fact it costs it does cost something and that is a bag of dog food um, yeah, i've read that too um it doesn't make sense to me but no. are they selling the videos on the black market or something well, that's what i thought there that's what that's some stuff that i was looking at too like they're allegedly he allegedly has some kind of sports booking thing or like you know, bookie thing in Vegas or something like that. So he like live streams these people going through and people are like betting on how far they'll make it or oh, what they'll do. I or did not like that. hear that. I, I mean, I don't, thing. that's, you know, who knows if that's true. That's I, just like a rumor that people were talking about, about how he makes his money because it doesn't make sense that he would just like, I go back to Vegas and mysteriously have no income. December. But, I'm going to look it up. Well, so go I'll, circus circus, maybe. I don't know if you have enough money, man. I know the rest. Mm, the rest point. of my weekend uh, is now killed with me trying to find out if there's really a sports book in Vegas. But anyway, so I mean, it's not. It's probably not a legit book. You know, it's like sure. I don't know. On the on the flip side of that, there are also people out there that seriously think that he does not have twenty thousand dollars. Therefore, no one will ever make it to the end because he will end it. Um, and I think that's false, uh, but he does say in one video that their only income is his $800 a month check from the United Military. States government. Yeah. Hmm. And that's, so the dog food is because he has a f five dogs and he's a huge dog lover. So his philanthropic work is, uh, donating this dog food to local, uh, shelters, which is cool. Oh, uh, I, I, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, great. I dig that. Yeah, and then he turns around and drives home and tortures the shit out of somebody. If you want to do this, you actually can call Russ McCamey. His number is on the internet. Um, you can call his cell phone and he will talk to you. It does sound odd that he would answer the call when there's a 27,000 person waiting list. I'm sure many people have many questions uh, when they call. But... So any time of the year, you can go down to Summertown, Tennessee and do this. There are requirements, and I want to go through those really quick. Okay. Um, have you called the number first? I have not called the number. I'm a little fearful. I'm not going to lie. Oh, because then he'll have your number. Uh, the requirements to get into uh, Russ McCamey's Manor uh, are pretty extensive. You have to go through a mental uh, test and a physical a sports physical test You know, through two certified doctors. Um, you have to take a drug test pretty much the day that you call, and then you have to take a drug test when you arrive on site. Um, just to make sure there are no drugs in your system. He doesn't oh, like that. He's going to drug test you on site? 
He does. As soon as you show up, uh, he drug tests you just to make sure that you're completely clean because he wants you in, you know, a a good mental and physical state in that mo- that moment um, and nothing to alter that state. So also to do this, you have to watch a two-hour video, which I have seen the two-hour introductory video. Did you watch it? I, I'm halfway there. What does that mean? I, I've watched it and uh, I can pass the drug test. <laughs> <laughs> Is the video that you watch the one where he's walking around his field talking uh, to, it's yeah. like a selfie cam? Yeah, yeah. If you, how far did you make it all the way through? Uh, yeah, actually, and I, I, yeah. So, I did. did you get a weird Wizard of Oz sense in the first half of that video? It's like black and white. It's got this weird music playing in the background, and it to me, it just felt like Wizard of Oz, like oh. the, at least the first half of. Wizard oh, and of at Oz. the very end, like the kid wants to go home, and he's telling the kid to go home. <laughs> yes. Okay, I see what you mean. I think we found a Wizard of Oz. Cor- uh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. Um, also you have to provide proof of insurance and then, uh, along with your dog food, you have to sign a 40 page waiver. Now this is ultimately where the haunt starts because you have to read every line of this waiver on 40 pages. And when you get to end, the end of every page, technically you just read something that they can do to you right. and they almost do it immediately. There's a power in that. And I, I want to talk real quick about that. If you, has anybody, have either of you bought a car at a car lot mm-hmm. and have they ever gone in and be like, let me see what I can do on the price. And they come back and they're like, here, sign this and I'll see if I can get it down or, you know what I mean? And they make you take an action. I can get a hundred dollars knocked off that. Yeah. True here, code. Sign this and I, I bet I can get a hundred bucks. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. yeah that true. <laughs> there you go. So you take an action, you all, you're, you're in now, you feel obligated. Mm -hmm. So when there's an action and you reading the contract out loud saying, I, I, so-and-so, I old boy will do this, will do that and can expect this to happen. So now it's, it become it starts to really become real. It's, it's a smart tactic. You mean, instead of going through the entire contract, all 40 pages and then doing that stuff. You do it. It's like immediate. I mean, as you're as you are speaking it, reading it out loud, it's you're taking ownership of it. When you say your name and you're saying you're going to do this and you can expect this to happen to you. Yeah, yes. it's it's almost like you're reading it and you're like, uh, I, Bucky, accept the fact that there will be swift blows to the face throughout this experience. And then as soon as I'm done, boom, like yeah. right in the face. That's, yeah. So that's insane. So it's a contract signing, and you don't even get to go to the manor until you're done with the contract. And that is an insane part. You can see through the videos on YouTube where it's almost like 30 to 40 activities you have to subject yourself to before you even get a shot at going to the manor. Yeah, a lot of people don't even make it through the contract, right? Yeah, I'd say like 75 or 80% do not make it through the contract. In fact, that percentage might be higher. Uh, and then it, it goes on to say that once you get in the manor, nobody really lasts more than 20 or 30 minutes, and it's supposed to be 10 hours long. The contract's the first three, and then the final seven is um, uh, the actual manor and what you signed up for. Torture. Yeah, so 10 hours total that it would take you to go through this thing. Not very many people have made it. In fact, one person has made it to eight, I think, and that's the record right now. Nobody's made it to 10. You start in Somerville, Tennessee, and if you make it all 10 hours, you literally are in Huntsville, Alabama. Um, so 
It is so, a moving haunted house. Yeah, I don't understand that. Like, they just throw you in the back of a van or something. They do. And I, torture I've, you on the road. I mean, yeah, that's a did, did you see the part, half drive right there. So, did you see the part of the video where they threw the guy in the back of the truck and were driving him out? And there's uh, you didn't make it that far. I I listened a lot because it, 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 it's at a certain point it just got to people saying, "Oh man, he took my lunch." You just hey, you just <laughs> brought up a really good point. You didn't listen to the video. And I Russ listen, would no, be disappointed. I did listen, but I you didn't, didn't pay attention. And I did pay attention. That's the thing they say when you call Russ McCamey on the first phone call that Hell he's going to ask you specific questions about that video, and if you didn't watch it, he's going to hang the phone up right then. He want you have got to pay attention. I paid plenty of attention. Ask me a question. Um, what kind of onesie did the military guy who was shopping at Walmart wear? And he consistently referred to it throughout the video. He had the longest part at the end. The it's pink torture. bunny outfit. He's also the guy that got thrown in the back of the truck and almost oh, drowned. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, of course. How could he get that? He, almost drowned? He, he was wearing a Pikachu. Mm. Okay. Or a uh, whatever whatever that is. What what show is that? Pokemon? Pokemon, yeah. He was wearing some Pokemon or something. I got you. Okay. Um, anyway, so... Where were we? Ten hours. You end in Huntsville, Alabama. That's the end of the haunt. You get twenty thousand dollars. No and ride home. Boom. Now, what we what I can say is uh, again, don't go. You know, look at this if you if you're weak at the stomach. Now, with all of this being said, I think you guys that I have found a way that I can get through McCamey Manor, and it's unconventional, but I think I can do it. I thought you were going to say, I think I found a way to pass a physical so that I, <laughs> so that I could yeah. even apply. I'm going to cheat this physical so I can go be subjected to torture. No, what I'm referring to is in these videos, you find out uh, very consistently that, you know, Army Rangers have tried this. Navy SEALs have tried this. You know, the toughest people in America, you know, has has tried this and all failed and they've all failed quickly and all this stuff. People, bodybuilders and people who are cardio forward and, you know, everybody who has tried this. And I'm just thinking, why are you going after meatheads, right? So, or the dark people, you know, the people that are uh, Satanists or whatever you call them. Um, the, <laughs> yeah, why, why are you going after Satan? <laughs> you know, the, the, the hot topic crowd who's going to come out and be like, I, I can do this. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay, right. so obviously this dude has a background in psychology and, and knows like a lot about how, like he's obviously a smart dude, knows a lot about how people think and how their minds work. Yeah. So there's probably something very specific about his selection process too. Like he's selecting these people that he knows that they'll probably be able to break, like because yeah. he has so much experience with breaking people yeah he you know? may so he's but like is he trying to break well i guess he wants to break yeah, everybody he doesn't he yeah, doesn't want to pay twenty thousand dollars exactly well and I'm, I'm sure that's probably part of like what he you know what he gets off on also is just like like you said breaking people and then people that think they're going to go in there and crush it out and then just get crushed in the first you know yeah in the contract part yeah, or whatever the confident the ones that walk in real confident yeah he's like i what yeah. is it? Pride before the fall, right? Sure. So, yeah, that's exact. I bet he just like gets off on something oh, like yeah. that, you know. Like this and you guys are, just, you know, clearly describing why I think that I can do this. 
Um, oh, no, I think you can, too. Okay, so let me explain to the, the listenership out there. The reason I think I can do this is because, again, we just described what he's going after. I'm the exact opposite of all of that, right? I'm, so you probably wouldn't get picked. No, I might not get picked, but actually... I have a pretty good, you know, uh, way with people, so I can convince him I could be one of those, and then flip the script. I don't know, okay, um, okay. but right, it's because right. I am scared of everything. I, you could just go pa, and I will jump, you know, if I didn't right, know it was right. coming. And um, I am scared of snakes and spiders, and you know, all kinds of stuff like that. I jump when there's like a fly flying around me, and I didn't expect it. It buzzes in my ear. So, with that being said, if I go in there knowing that, right, when I go through 100 houses in October, I jump, I'm the jumpiest one. I'm worse than, you know, your teenage girl that's walking through there for the first time. And I love that feeling, but at the same time, I think what he is doing is not jump, like jumpy, you know? Right. Yeah. So, no, it's definitely not a jump scare. It's straight up torture. Yeah, it's. Uh, do you think you could get a fingernail ripped out and be all right? God, I mean, I'm not gonna die. I True. know it's gonna hurt. It is gonna hurt. Why would you want that? I, I just to see if I could do it. I got a I pair mean, of pliers in the other room. Man. I mean, let's I mean, get. <laughs> you want to get fucking real? Wait, let's we, do we, it. We, and you're right. You I need something die. more than that. You would not die. You know, you could do it. Shit, I've lost a toenail before, but I mean, sure. You know, I'm not. I tell you what. To let's just either. let's like prorate it. You know, you get through there, you get twenty thousand dollars. I'll give you two hundred dollars right now if you rip off a fingernail. <laughs> is fingernail worth two hundred? I would say it's the upper echelon of the twenty grand is a fingernail. Because the worst things that you know what they describe is you're subject to drowning, you're buried alive, water torture, and then the two two specific things besides you could potentially get a tattoo. Apparently that's in uh the contract contract. Mm-hmm. I, I but saw that. It has to specify I'd be like Russ man no face, right? I mean, that's just that that's the worst you could do. Well, I read there's two things you can take out of the contract, right? That is true. But let me get through the final two okay. descriptions is they can you can have you have to pull your own teeth out uh, and the fingernail get gets ripped out, right? Out of all those things that I described, I think fingernail is not it, actually the fingernail is up there. Hmm. So I would rank tooth, fingernail, uh, drowning buried alive and all of those would probably rank at about three or four thousand dollars a piece so if you want to talk about so, fingernails it's so going to be drowning, four it's going to be four drowning, grand not two hundred dollars drowning is below fingernail getting ripped wow. well i mean <laughs> and you, obviously not di- drowning to death no drowning is like putting you down in a pool of water and holding you underwater you know for a minute and then coming back up and then going back down for 30 seconds it's it's almost like waterboarding, I guess. So those are the things that could happen to you now. Right. What were you going to say? Now, I read that you could take, as a contestant, you could take two things out of the contract so that you're not. But that's out of everything in the 40 pages. So right, right, right. say, say, say you can't do snakes at all. Right. You could take snakes out of the contract. Right. But that leaves so much more. Like, what would you pick? I mean, if you can't do snakes, come on, dude. You're that's, not going to. What yeah. the fuck? I didn't are you think doing? about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Can I? I want to tell the listenership a quick story. This whole thing came about because it was the it was the night we were going to record our hot chicken episode. Bucky comes in hot, just grilling us on McCamey Manor. Like, I think he spoke at us for about forty five <laughs> minutes straight about this top topic. <laughs> Old boy and I just stood there. <laughs> As you should have. 
and he's trying to convince us that he can make it through it. Then, then we like kind of start to question him about it. I'm like, you know, yeah, how are you with like tights? Are you claustrophobic at all? And he's like, no, no. He's like, well, like the MRI or what is it? The the MRI machine. The can't. MRI machine. I can't go in one of those. Yeah, yeah. Way too close to my face. Yeah, uh, that's like <laughs> so. So right off the bat, you're like, okay, I can't do this thing. That's probably going to be one of the first things they subject you to. Later that night, we learned he can't eat things that are white. <laughs> yeah. Big problem. But you got a great chance. We'll get into my tap out points. All right. So you go through this uh, thing and you have a safe word uh, and you can tap out using the safe word. Mm -hmm. Um, You used to not be able to do that and safe words didn't matter. But now they've implemented a a safe word system. So now you have a safe word. That's one thing. You know, it'll kill the entire event. But two things you would take out of the contract. I mean, what would you think that? claustrophobia is like too broad of a subject there i mean i just feel from the videos i watch like that's just going to be part of it like you're not taking that out. i mean when they put you in like a mask or i don't know a freezer true like yeah um i, I would say yeah. bi- all right russ you can't bury me alive like i just can't do buried alive uh, apparently, you get buried alive not only under like dirt and mud at one point, but you get buried alive in a box later on down the road. I think that's on the Alabama-Tennessee border, and you are in a coffin underground um, for an extended period I mean, of time. Every, I don't know. This just it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense. I think I could do that. Yeah, I mean, they're, the thing is, they're gonna call it off before you die. You know, there's um, no guarantee of that. You sign all no, you, you no sign all your rights away with one like with that contract or whatever. So, with all of that being said, would you guys do this? I think I'm too busy to do this. Okay, but I mean, you know, if I show up at work on Monday and I'm all beat to shit, and they're like, "What happened to you?" and I'm like, fight well, club. "We don't talk about Fight Club." But <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know if I need twenty grand that bad. I, the only reason I could see to do it, it's not to prove anything. It'd be for twenty grand. Okay, and if I've got to go in and have dental work done, it's probably going to cost twenty grand. <laughs> That's true. Right. I think your tattoo removed. Your yeah. hospital bills alone—that's where the twenty grand goes. Right, and I think what you really need is a is a very strong mental fortitude. That is what you have to have. It's sure. nothing. It's nothing else. You have to be able to forego some pain and mental fortitude. That's it. So when you mention that mental fortitude, if for those of you who've seen the videos, they there is a point in this haunt where they put headphones on you and duct tape mm-hmm. your eyes shut. And they they are piping through hypnotherapy the entire time you're like going through this one section. That's what I'm saying. This I mean this dude is I don't know. I said it earlier. Like he's ve- he's very knowledgeable about how the brain works. He probably does something similar to hypnotism, or like has some kind of way to just soothe you into like a different mentality or a different mindset. Yeah. Um. So I would do it, and I don't. Can I drive you down there? You can take a friend. You can right? take a friend. I I want to be there. I would do it, but I I wouldn't do it. It's so hard. I mean, internally, I think one, I have a job and I have children and I have a wife, and I want to make sure that nothing happens to me. So well, that yeah, that's he, the, really he, the thing that scares me the most. Yeah, he won't um, prey upon those fears though. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, can we take that out of the podcast? Oh, you think he's going to listen to this? Uh, hopefully. 
Oh, shit. Um, anyway. Well, maybe, I need, maybe we need to edit that stuff I was talking about earlier, McCarney and stuff. I need to, you, yeah, you know, maybe check, just check yourself. Two, I think I, I'm going to fail because of uh, a physical, a sports physical. Currently, I'm having back issues, you know. Yeah. I'm not, I want to be healthy, so you have to train for it. I do, I do. What do you fucking train for? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, people train like marathons. A, like for a, marathons, they train for McKamey Manor. Hook up a car battery on the weekend. It, it says you have to have nipples. good cardio. And, you know, you Oof. have... I saw a video about an hour before I came over here to record this podcast of a guy who had to take this log and do 50 squats with it and then start throwing it all over the yard while wearing this uh, cage helmet and uh, dressed like a bunny. And you're doing some yard work You go over there and you do this guy's yard work for 10 hours, (laughs) blindfolded, listening to hypno music. You're helping him do yard work. Mm. Okay. It's interesting. But I would do it because I want to mentally see if I have it. To me, it wouldn't be about the $20,000 like it would be old boy. It would be, I want to see if I have what it takes to go through this stuff. Mm. And I know I probably don't, but I want to see how far I can go. Uh, I think when it gets to the tooth pulling, like you have to pull your own tooth out, I'm not going to do that. So I'd quit right then. I think Which I is could... stupid because he should do the insane like uh, stuff, mutilation at the very end. You know, no. let him go through everything and do mutilation at the end. No, dude, you're because you then you can to. really make a decision. Do you want the twenty thousand dollars or do you want this scar on your face for the rest of your life? I see what you're saying. Okay, you're you're looking for the thematic, like the cinematic <laughs> yeah, exactly. effect, which is not, not yeah. You're not happen. you're not thinking about reality like this dude is professional right. torture. You just signed on the dotted line. Let's pull that fucking tooth out, huh? <laughs> and then I'll be like, nope, password. Uh, <laughs> Fucking password, whatever it is. Uh, so, have so my lunch. And the more we talk about it, the more this Russ McCamey sounds like this, you know, demonic character who is just a, a psychopath and wants to torture people. But he's actually really, some of the videos I've watched, he's, he's kind of nice. Um, and apparently, he becomes your friend the second you arrive on his property and you stay the night and you start it the next day. And he's your friend up until like three o'clock, exactly when the contract signing starts. And then he becomes like, Mr. Hyde, like it's. Uh, I can tell you right off the bat, I would never do this. There's not like one sec. I wouldn't even make a one sec. I wouldn't make it the first face slap into this thing. I would be right. Cut. That's all it would take for me to seriously question the life choices that got me to that point. <laughs> right. How bad do I need this twenty thousand dollars, man? <laughs> See, about to beat up this old dude. It's not about the money. How bad do I want this clarity? Clear- that- what clarity? So for some people, torture is a daily life. Torture is waking up, going to the same job, having to drop kids off at school, having to worry about, you know, making them lunch in the morning and then everything, all the bullshit at work. And then you get off work and have to go home and cook dinner and put them in the bed and all this stuff. That part of life is torture. You know, everything okay. that you have going on with your family or, uh, you know, your job, that's torture. This day is a different type of mental torture. Okay. It's kind of like uh, acid, right? So you just want to, you know, once you get in it, you can't stop and you want to see where it goes. Yeah, there's no password. But I guess acid. with acid, you can't pull the. Uh, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> you know, I, I understand exactly where you're coming from because I've I've been skydiving a few times, and when you jump out of a plane, not a whole fucking lot matters. Like, yeah, everything gets real. It gets crystal clear. Sure. It's boom. It's gone. It's like, ha, all right. 
So I get it. Okay, so you go into this and you're like, all that other bullshit doesn't matter. What matters right now? It's survival. I'm not trying to convince anybody to do it. I'm just saying that that is the thought process of probably some people that try to go do this. Imagine if this dude like used his power to start a church. I mean, he could be, he could have a massive cult, right? He could be the next Scientology. That is true. And it's also funny that uh, I saw, I read something online today that said uh, you have psychological damage when you come out of this because of the hypnotherapy and and everything you're exposed to. And somebody said, what if it's just a ploy to like uh, fill more uh, therapist offices (laughs) and he, he does recommendations? Like That's this person has really helped money. everyone who's come through the matter. Like, <laughs> I like that even better than uh, the bookie thing. Like the yeah. population of Summertown is nothing but therapists. Yeah. <laughs> Look, before you go home, you might want to go right down the road. Like, it's yeah. going to cost you a couple of hundred, but think about this. You just did this for free. You exit the manor, it's just billboard after billboard for therapy. <laughs> So now that we've covered McKamey Manor and uh, what they have and what they're doing and all the rules and everything with it, what I would like to do really quick is get into uh, what would your torture house be? What would be that one thing that they could do to you that would make you tap out? Uh, I, like I said before, first face slap, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into this. Right, man. I mean, I don't, I don't deal well with that. I was, I was gonna say, what about reverse psychology on Russ McCamey, right? So if I tell him that I just, I love, like, or I hate nothing more than, wait a minute, what I'm trying. If I tell him that I love nothing more than you know mayonnaise and sour cream and cream cheese, that he would not try to tap me out. You are out of your league, my friend. This guy who is trained by the military to interrogate people mentally for 20 years versus you who's watched five YouTube videos in the past six months. Juicebox, to be fair, I'm now on at least 15 to 16 hours of watching this stuff. Okay, but that's still only like five videos because these videos are like two hours long. They are very long. The one Tennessee Christmas video that I was looking at earlier, five hours long. Here's the crazy thing. He considers them movies, and he puts scores to them um, of these people being tortured. So I think you might have something where he's probably turning these videos around Somehow. somewhere. So he right. claims that he's not. Bucky, you've got me brainwashed a little bit because now my fear is like, I'm just going to wake up next week and be <laughs> at this fucking thing like <laughs> with this dude right in my face. That is my fear, too. What if so this podcast comes out and Russ somehow gets to Russ McCain and he listens to it. And then literally next week, all three of us wake up yeah. wearing what like wearing uh, bunny onesies tied together. And he's just standing there like, say it now. Like and then all of a sudden there's no safe word and we got to do this. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Because the stuff I was reading is like, you can't even quit. Like, if you say you quit, he can just be like, no, you don't quit. And just keep going until he thinks you're done. Uh, For the record, Russ, I am a fan. Um, (laughs) I hope you got that through this episode. For the record, I am not, but I am immensely scared of you. (laughs) Huge fan. Wink, wink. (laughs) All right. So when are you signing up? When are you going to call him? You've, if you've watched 15 hours, you should be able to answer all the questions. You get bumped up the list. You're on a podcast or you're publicity. But do you think yeah. I approach Publi- him and I say, hey, Russ, look, I really want to do this, but I need to let you know. I've got a herniated disc in my back. So can we cater this entire experience to 
Nothing to do with lifting. I think anything over forty-five no. pounds. I mean, immediately no. All right. or, or it's like here's a giant car engine to lift. Well, yeah, he took. All right, let's say that's your thing to take out of the contract. No heavy lifting. No, nothing over forty-five pounds. So now you're just pounds. down to one thing. Is it the tooth <laughs> or is it the finger? Now. That's a good point. Or the tattoo on the face. Whew. Man, that's a that's a tough decision to make. Yep. In fact, we'll uh, we'll post that on our socials listenership out there. If uh, one of three things: tattoo on face, pulling your own tooth, or having your fingernail pulled out, which one do you exclude from that that group? Actually, yeah. Or tell us if you think Bucky should try out or not. <laughs> okay. Yes or no. Maybe we can get a petition. I think if I get a thousand signatures, I'll make that phone call and do this. Oh, okay. Wow. Now, Got to put a number to it. All right. And we just shook hands on it. That And that includes a thousand uh, new followers and likes on our social media. Uh, so spread late. this around if you're listening. If you want Bucky to do McCamey Manor, I need a thousand. I need... <laughs> this is a terrible and idea. Peop- and, a bag, and a bag of dog food. How many people can you take down there? Just one? I think you can take two. Um, okay. If, if, and I would, I would like to be one of the people that go... I bet you would. Maybe, I'm gonna, I'm maybe I'll do a fundraiser for the two people who get to go with me. Uh-huh. Have them fun, fundraise money. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got you. Whoever raises the most money gets to go with you down there? Yeah. <laughs> or can collect the most bags of dog food. Because <laughs> I want to I come and I want to be uh, hospital, like nice when I get down there. So instead of one bag of dog food, what if I brought a truckload? Maybe he'll go a little easy on me. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think let's, it's gonna be let's, let's this, this is where this is where those parties and gatherings started to wear on you guys. So yeah, I those, think with that being said, we might want to end the podcast at we really hope you enjoyed our discussion, at least my discussion. And we forgot to name the episode, so I'm gonna do that real quick right here at the end. Uh I'm gonna go with their kind of end tagline. Um McCamey Manor, you don't wanna do this. You don't wanna do this. Yeah. Um All right. We hope you guys have a great week. We will see you next Monday. Uh, We hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you don't have children. Have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah. We want you to know what we go through. Yeah. The fear.